Prime Time with Blair and RV on Classic Rock 98.1. Well, there's a there's a couple of uh, tea times available at the uh, the once prestigious Trump National Golf Course RV in Bedminster, New Jersey. Should we give them a call and try and book one of those? I think we should because there might be a couple extra tea times because the PGA of America, Blair, announced that they're no longer going to be holding the 2022 PGA Championship at Trump National Golf Club in New Jersey because of what happened with Storm the Capitol last week. Yeah, they don't want to hand over the money or any kind of notoriety to the club. They don't want to be associated with Trump. That was supposed to take place, I think it was like the second or third weekend in May of yeah. 2022. So you have to assume here uh, that that tea time is available. And heck, like, uh, should we just call and book it? Well, I, you know, if you book a tea time at like Twin Streams or you go over to East Park, you can usually just walk on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you think they'll let us just walk on to Trump National if there's, uh, is, there's some room? Is there an available spot at uh, Tin Cup on Adelaide? Do you think the, uh, the park ranger is wearing a MAGA hat? Okay, let's try giving him a call here. Uh, this is Trump National Go. Okay, uh, let me just pick up the phone. Okay, okay, here we go. Thank you for calling Reception Front Desk. This call is being recorded. Hmm. If you do not wish to be recorded, oh. please disconnect at this time. Please hold while I try to connect you. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'll be quiet. You answer. Okay. National Golf Club. Hi, how are you doing today? Good, thank you. Excellent. I was just uh, curious as to, uh, I was hoping to uh, to book a tea time. I'm sorry, it's uh, members only, but thank you for your interest. <laughs> Do you guys have anything available mid-May 2022? <laughs> how many of those calls do you think he's gotten today? <laughs> That's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) He he knew right away. (laughs) Prime time with Blair and RV on Classic Rock 98.1. And uh, we just got word. I mean, as uh, lots of London did yesterday, that uh, LHSC fired Hugh Laurie. (laughs) Dr. Paul Woods, you mean? To me, Dr. Paul Woods, or I should say, well, the former CEO and top dog of LHSC, looks at, has when when he's got kind of like the beard going on, a striking resemblance to House MD. He does look like Gregory House just a little bit. Looking at the photo here at BlackburnNewsLondon.com, I mean, there was a petition that went around, 6,000 plus signatures because he, you know, we got to follow the rules here. and We're not allowed to see friends and family. This guy traveled from London to Michigan of America five times during the pandemic. One of those included a five-day trip at Christmas. London found out people aren't happy. I, you know, when, let me let me just say this, just as an example, and, and, and mine is, you know, one of obviously hundreds or thousands or more of, of an example. My 76-year-old mother cried through the Christmas break because she didn't see her, her grandkids. Yeah. And this dude felt lonely. You wanna, do you want to be my mom for a sec? Like, yeah. with all due respect, and clearly a smart individual, and was put in the position that he was because he understands the system and is trying to help London out with the, with the region's largest hospital system. But at the same time, you can't be asking people to do one thing, and then you're traveling to a pandemic-ridden place on the map. Like, that, I, like that, it's really not a shocking surprise. I really don't think he cared. I don't. Let's play a game here. 
who makes the higher salary, Dr. Gregory House or Dr. Paul Woods? <laughs> he was bringing in six hundred grand a year doing that job. Yeah, and I mean, top doctors like for I sure I, I I respect that. It's a hell of a lot smarter yeah. than I could ever oh, be. Yeah. I'll say that. I'm dumb. That's why I work in radio. <laughs> but I guess he uh, was in year three of a five year contract, so he's going to get a little bit of a payout right now. Yeah, because what there would be like a couple years left on that, so he'd get a, a bit of a, a bit of a severance. You know what grinds my gears? People that think they're above the law, like Doctor Paul Woods. The big question here is though, did he really get fired of traveling to Michigan, or did he just get fired because of his Vicodin addiction? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that that exists. It was definitely crossing the border, buddy. <laughs> Doctor Paul Woods, get down here. Go my fastest with my limp. Time with Blair and Darby on Classic Rock 98.1. Tuesday, January 12th, and it was exactly one year ago today, RV, that what happened? Uh, <laughs> do you remember this? Oh, man. Remember receiving this notification on your on your phone? Oh, that the nuclear power plant in Pickering was about <laughs> to uh, have a core meltdown? Oh, man. And it ended up being, I don't know, like some dude hit the wrong button or something, and this uh, emergency alert went out? Yeah. If you've ever seen The Simpsons, you know how that works. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that was crazy. I remember it was like halfway through the day when our phones lit up and social media lit up and... Thousands of people around Pickering started going out and ordering those potassium iodide, uh, the KI pills there. Yeah, I mean, even even people here in London yeah. were worried that, you know, that, that, that perhaps we'd be, like, downwind of some sort of <laughs> nuclear smoke and maybe we should be buying, like, hazmat suits. Do you remember when that was the biggest worry we had? <laughs> it's like, what, do you, what would you rather deal with? A nuclear meltdown or a global pandemic. <sighs> Frankly, I'd, r- I'd rather do a- deal with the nuclear meltdown because at, to an extent anyway, it would have been isolated to Pickering. It's funny, uh, you know, we've almost been through like a year of the pandemic and there was all the stuff that's been happening south of the border. Like I go check my Facebook memories every day and I'm reminded of something crazy that happened but was totally overshadowed by everything else that happened in 2020. Exactly, right? You basically it just totally fell to the wayside. Like until you mentioned it, you're like, oh, by the way, guess what today is? I'm like, I have just a, it's just another Tuesday, RV. You're like, no, one year ago today, <laughs> Homer Simpson hit the wrong button. And everybody was sent to total chaos. Prime time with Blair and RV on Classic Rock 98.1. Maybe you saw this video floating around Facebook. We've got it at ClassicRock981.com. Leslie Reynolds, a former Londoner now living in Toronto, created a gingerbread <laughs> called The Office. Look at that. It's insane. we got to call you uh, London's gingerbread architect, Leslie. I mean, the amount of meticulous effort and design in this thing is absolutely crazy. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, my husband and I put it together, and um, it just kind of started with before Christmas, you know, with not being able to do anything and do our usual traditions, which would be going to call the office on Christmas Day. Uh, My group of friends and I, and we're kind of scattered, hardly any of us live in London anymore, but we would always find ourselves back in London definitely on Christmas Day to go to call the office, which is our beret gun, which is our favorite bar. 
So we started this gingerbread contest and we said, okay, let's, you know, we'll do a Zoom call and we'll, we'll meet up before Christmas um, over Zoom and show each other everyone's creations. And my husband said, why don't we do, we were trying to think of something original rather than just a regular house and yeah, multiple trips to bakeries and places <laughs> and a few hundred dollars of gingerbread. And I think we came, we had the uh, gingerbread creation of Call the Office, which we put about, about a week and a half into. <laughs> it was pretty fun making it. Can you explain, too, the look on the faces of the security guards? <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I just we decided, yeah, there had to be some security guards, and I, I put these little shirts on them, right, that said security, and then my husband was drawing the faces, and he did, like, these angry eyebrows. <laughs> I don't remember them. I'm like, did you get thrown out of there? Like, why are they so angry? They were always nice to me. <laughs> Leslie, the gingerbread architect on with Blair and RV right now. If you were to take the roof off of your gingerbread call the <laughs> office, would the floor be sticky, and would the bar be stocked with Labatt 50? Absolutely, absolutely. I don't know if you noticed, we had 50 beer caps. Like, my husband went and bought a case of 50 just to... And he drank a bunch and so we could glue the 50 beer caps in the windows. <laughs> Leslie, we have named you the gingerbread architect of London, Ontario. <laughs> the gingerbread architect. <laughs> I know. Now we have to do something like, now we're like, well, this is clearly going to be an annual tradition. What London bar do we do next year? You know, this year, I guess. Leslie, thanks for joining the show today. London's only gingerbread <laughs> architect you can actually check out the gingerbread call the office we've got it up on the website classicrock981.com thanks again leslie yeah absolutely absolutely prime time with blair and darby on classic rock 98.1 it is highly possible that ten thousand plus people could cram their way into budweiser gardens for a concert this fall we're going to be approaching the one year mark of no shows and no concerts not just here in london ontario but everywhere in the world because of of covid but get this here light at the end of the tunnel blair at a virtual conference hosted by the association of performing arts professionals Dr. Tony Fauci, who's the guy who's given us all the instructions, he knows a thing or two about this virus. He said it would be safe to hold concerts, open movie theaters, and resume other live events once the U.S. and North America achieves herd immunity sometime in the fall. Which would be done, and I think he gives a percentage there too, right, of the amount of vaccinations that would have to take place. Yeah, so that's between 70 and 85% of the population they need the... Uh, the uh, a vaccine and they say if everything goes right this will occur sometime in the fall of this year so by the time they get uh, early to mid fall uh, you're going to have people feeling safe while performing on stage and you know we spoke to uh, Londoner frontline worker uh, Laura, what was it, just last week, who had received her first jab, one of two, the second to come. And uh, she said, you know what? Uh, she was like a little bit nervous, but trusted yeah. those at the top, you know, the Fauci's, those, uh, the Dr. Tams here yeah. in Canada uh, that say that this is all for a good reason and that it will work and these things are effective and that they are right. safe. And when you hear that type of light at the end of the tunnel, that whether it's Budweiser Gardens or London Music Hall or heck, call the office like we were talking about earlier this morning, <laughs> that is worth the vaccine. Yeah. Like that, like it just is. This town is just known for live performances and a ton of bands have come and gone and for not like how long has it been? Like you said, like we're coming up on a year, like 10 months yeah. of any of that. Like I, I doubt, give me one in each appendage. 
Concerts will return eventually, but they're not going to look the same. They're saying, like, Germany, they're at the forefront right now of making sure that everything runs smoothly. So they're saying that uh, for the foreseeable future, this could be for, like, the next number of years, Blair, that everybody in capacity has to wear an N95 mask. They're going to have the venues uh, create high-end air jets, uh, reduce capacity. So concerts will return, hopefully, within the next calendar year, but they're not going to be like what we remember. Which is okay, though. It's not bad wearing an N95 mask, especially when the person that you're uh, next to for the next three hours <laughs> hasn't showered in like a week it's like well but n95 is like two-pronged effect there it's uh crowds are gonna look like when uh bob dylan played budweiser gardens and the foos open when everybody left after the foos and the place was empty for bob dylan that was a great example of reduced capacity blair prime time with blair and rv on classic rock 98.1 at rv hyde park or high park mm-hmm. <laughs> Our signature smell is gone. What was uh, a medical grow-up had been providing what uh, some describe as a very pungent smell over the past couple of years? Over off Hyde Park Road, you know where they put up the new Mandarin there? Which is, uh, I guess it would just be south of like the Canadian Tire and Walmart Supercenter? Yep. So back behind there, there was a bunch of old steel buildings. And they had like a medical grow-up in there. And uh, if you grow one more plant than your license says, they can shut you down. So... They were growing a lot of plants in there to the point where if you live in the Hyde Park area, you could open your window, breathe in, and smell it. Holy smokes. A lot of neighbors in the area were complaining, saying that the pungent smell was ruining their days. Their kids were asking what it was. The parents were saying (laughs) it was a skunk. So I guess there was a neighborhood meeting. Kate Young was involved. Anyways, the police raided it yesterday, arrested four people, and seized a lot of cannabis. Like, there's a photo here of a forklift. The entire bucket of that fork truck loaded with fresh plants. See, I mean, I'm, I'm up and down Hyde Park all the time, like, doing from Luke, and I, I don't know what, what it was. Somehow I missed it. I don't, maybe my windows were up. I don't know. My mom grew up in the old East Village, and she used to tell me that when they'd wake up in the morning, they could open their front door and smell, like, fresh baked bread from, like, the, uh, the old East bakeries. They could smell the Kellogg's plant and all that stuff. For me, one of the reasons I moved to the Hyde Park area is because when I open my door in the morning and leave for work, I can smell the funny flakes. How do you explain that to your kids? I love I love how in London, by the way, like it's a it's a battle of the stench, right? Like you got Hyde Park that I guess won't smell smell like that anymore. Uh, but you mentioned like the old Kellogg's factory. You got the the Greenway uh, wastewater plant. Yeah. You got the Labatt uh, Brewing yep. downtown. Like it's a, it's something about London just always stinks, and people are always complaining about the smell in London. My kids will go into the garage like the next morning to grab a juice box, and they'll be like, "Why does it smell like skunk in here, Daddy?" Well, one sprayed out here. That's what happened. Yeah. Hey, look at it this way. <laughs> That's right, kids. Pepe Le Pew. I always call him Pepe, by the way. Look at it this way. I know a lot of people complained about the pungent odor, but living on the city limits in the Hyde Park area, I would much rather be smelling what was raided than pig crap. Hey, I was just wondering. I'm listening to the radio station here, and poor RV has lost his smell. <laughs> but, but I was wondering, as the as the smell and the effects of the smell slowly wear off, will RV continue to be as funny? <laughs> that's, a, that's a million dollar question right there. <laughs> You're a funny guy, Kelly. You're a funny I guy. Tried. I tried. Can I say there was one detail that we uh, that was absent from that story? Sure. When the police showed up to raid that place, they found an entire building with cannabis plants and next to it found a pickup truck with an entire bed full of empty Little Caesars hot and ready boxes. <laughs> hey, I live in High Park. We know how to munch. Hey, 
RV should have gone over there. Hey, I work for the radio station. Can oh, I get yeah. like some samples here and just report on it? <laughs> yeah, play that card. <laughs> Prime time with Blair and RV on Classic Rock 98.1.